What are you drinking over there, by the way, Randall? I saw you sipping on some kind of weird beer tequila concoction. I'm uh, sure. Actually, this is a yuzu coconut tequila concoction. Ooh, Thank you very dude, much. Dude, I, so I tried, uh, so not a, it's a cocktail. It's not a beer of any kind. It is sure. my own cocktail, yes. Nice. Because I tried, I, I got these, uh, now they make not too hearted ale, but they make light hearted ale. Everybody's coming out with these. Three hard. <laughs> everybody's making out the, or making out. Everybody's making out, man. Um, everybody's making and coming out with these new, like, low cal IPAs. Sure, sure. And so the light hearted ale is like a low cal version of the two hearted. It's, yeah. And it's like 3.7% ABV. Oh. So it's like a, basically just a session IPA yeah. is all it is with low cal. Yeah. But uh, I was like, oh, it's probably a lighter flavor. I was like, you know, Randy's always pouring booze in his beer let yeah. me try this out i had like this sampler pack from and i tried pouring like i was like it's a light ipa maybe i'll just add like they were like these uh they're like fruit liqueurs you know so it was like a sure. rhubarb and an apricot and i was like oh of like a rhubarb ipa sounds good you know yeah. randy's always making it, it was gross <laughs> my i was secret. like choking it down it's always gross Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. This is episode number 44, and my name's Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolary. Hey, everybody. DJ Mandolini. Yo. And John Hines. Hello. And we're back, as always, in full force to talk about some video games. Yeah. Um, and this week, uh, Randall's playing some, uh, some of the recently released retro stuff on the Switch, or I guess not that recently, but... Uh, you've been playing some of that Disney's Aladdin. Yes, and sir. I guess you've only been playing Aladdin, but the Disney's, I think it's a combo pack, right? Combo pack, Disney classic games, Aladdin and Lion King. But I've just been playing multiple... the Aladdin part because that's the good game. Well, good in quotations. Well, but there's multiple versions, yes. right, of, of Aladdin. Like, so why, why don't you give us the rundown? Because I know you got the research right in front of you. Yeah, don't, uh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, never mind. Don't. But uh, what, what version have you been playing? I've been playing, I have been playing the Genesis version. And I, I will say I did mm. uh, flip on what I'm assuming is the Game Boy Color version of uh, Aladdin, which runs at a very low frame rate i would not recommend um it was like a as a curiosity i'm glad that they added it to that collection Dis digital clips is pretty good at that sort of thing where they'll add yeah. like just those extra elements um you can tell that they've got love for for these games and the other retro collections that they've done in the past um what else have they uh released is there anything that you know off the top of your head or uh i shouldn't have said that huh god um, i just I, man you were talking all this game about the research randall <laughs> no he was ready about I'm, I'm, research. Now, now i'm now i'm grilling you <laughs> now i'm grilling you i'm sorry but uh but yeah but so like does it have so you're playing the genesis version of aladdin does it have the super nintendo version because i know there's always been that debate between which version is better because they are two not completely different games, but they are very different games. They are very different games. Um, it does not have the Super Nintendo version developed by Capcom. That game that was shame. way more kind of platform centric. It feels very much like uh, a Capcom platformer from the eight or 16 bit era. It just is. Yeah. That. To the point where I would say, and to be fair, I didn't grow up with Super Nintendo, but playing that now, I, I own it now on Super Nintendo. It doesn't really stand out to me. It just feels like 
kind of another platformer, like an above average platformer, but a, just a regular platformer nonetheless. Whereas Disney's Aladdin on Genesis by Virgin Interactive feels more like, okay, they researched the crap out of Aladdin and they just based it off of that movie to the point where this is fairly common knowledge in the retro scene, but like they worked with Disney animators to turn, you know, those cell art into sprites like it and it just jumps off the screen like it still looks really good as far as i'm concerned so yeah, they they do look great and for what it's worth my my experience growing up was playing the super nintendo version i didn't have it but one of my friends did yeah and uh, we played that game a lot and i i think that game still also looks great i mean it's it, it there's does. a slight difference but i mean the animations are still really fluid really nice really colorful um, game and, too yeah and the, and the level design is like i i know what you mean though like it just feels like we it could have been any character yeah. and they could have just swapped the skin to yep. a different Disney movie yep. and could have been a very similar game, but, but still fun. It controlled well, you know, Capcom oh, yeah. is always great at that, but oh, yeah. Yeah, I you guess I, I've never actually, I don't think I've really played the Genesis version. It's, you know, I, growing up, it was, it was probably one of my first Genesis games. In fact, Lion King was my first Genesis game. It was packed in with my Genesis Model 2 uh, from Toys nice. R Us when I got my 100 free Jeffrey bucks by uh, winning the, fundri- the fundraiser competition. But that's a whole other nice. story for another time. <laughs> I have a similar story on how I purchased my N64 Ooh. through Boy Scouts of America. <laughs> Jeffrey bucks. <laughs> Good old Jeffrey bucks, man. I know Jeffrey coming through in the clutch. It was to the point where I was like, ah, should I even go? with a genesis or a super nintendo i can get this and i'm pretty sure at that point it was the um the mario collection was it was packed into the super nintendo bundle that had mario world along with the remade one two three um versus i could also a great package i know an (laughs) all-time package um yeah versus there was like another genesis one that i think had um that sonic it was like some sort of uh like genesis mega mix that might have had like revenge of shinobi and i think sonic one in some other games like columns or whatever but no i had to go with the new thing so i went lion king and then i i knew what pain was because then i played lion king and got to the infamous monkey level um which i think is level two uh, (laughs) where you couldn't you barely could progress if you didn't have it memorized which i think They've kind of come out and said after the fact that that was a, a deterrent to keep kids from beating it within a rental time period over a weekend. Um, uh, there was a lot of that going on back lots, in the retro days. Lots. You definitely yeah. had to have a lot of patience in that that retro scene, and especially playing them now because I played a lot more Disney's Aladdin, and I'm still kind of feeling some of that uh, design decision happening in the Genesis version. Um, a lot of, uh, kind of blind jumps, uh, into enemies you can't quite see, um, a lot of kind of rote memorization if you want to be successful. Uh, like I said, I love how the game looks. I love how the game sounds. They did a phenomenal job taking the, what's obviously a great, uh, movie soundtrack and, and, you know, putting it on the Genesis. Um, I Which still is impressive, of, though, because the Genesis soundtracks were I, I, I know some people love the Genesis, yeah. but I, I think that's kind of a common like knock against, you know, between the Genesis and Super Nintendo in sure. that era. It was like the Genesis sound card is and, eh, not, you know, leaves a little to be desired or sound chip. Yes. Although I think I feel like the narrative might be shifting a little bit on there. At least that's the way yeah. I feel like I think stuff the, like Streets of Rage 2. And yeah. even, have you have you heard the uh, Streets of Rage 3 soundtrack? I know it's not 
as well regarded game wise, but the soundtrack is crazy. Like they released it on vinyl and I heard some clips on a podcast or something and I yeah. was like, this is nuts. Yeah. So I, I it was a very weird soundtrack. So I, I'm curious to hear that. I haven't listened through it, but I still need to. I, I've never owned Streets of Rage 3 because I've heard it's so brutal. And again, they altered the difficulty for the rental market in the US versus the Japanese version which sucks. Yeah. Um, one of the, one of the rare cases where the American version is harder than the Japanese version. Oh a lot yes. Of times it's the other way around, but same with Contra hardcore on Genesis. Yeah. Um, you know, I think a lot of the problem, but with both Disney's Aladdin and uh, lion King, I do feel like part of the difficulty comes from like how big the sprites are. Like yeah. the animation looks so great, but then like you said, you're because the sprites are so huge and it's kind of zoomed in. You're like, taking those bleeps of faith into into enemies or whatever into like a briar patch yes it's gonna kill you so kind of like i, I uh, love prince of persia or games like that there's a lot of animation priority and just kind of priority on visuals as opposed to gameplay unfortunately yeah and lion king does a lot of like shifting up the gameplay like you do a little like regular 2d platforming level at first and then you're doing like a you're doing like the stampede from the movie but you're like kind of simba's like running towards the screen and you're dodging obstacles like in almost like a i don't know like a 3d perspective almost and then like the second level like you're talking about you're riding on the ostrich and jumping on the monkeys which actually it's tedious but it's actually not it's not that bad, but there is like a lot of like pixel perfect. Like you gotta you gotta jump and grab the hippo's tail. And I want like you to if play you're that even, now, Kevin. I, I've okay. I was gonna say I played it kind of recently, but not that recently. But I I enjoyed those games. But me and my brother would definitely, uh, yeah, we got we got some frustrations out on that game for sure. Although I will say with this collection, di- digital clips and and I did look up, they did the SNK anniversary collection and the Disney Afternoon collection that had like DuckTales and Chippendale and stuff. So, okay, they've, they've done a lot of that stuff. stuff. I own a lot of that stuff. It's great. Um, but they did add a lot of quality of life features into this collection like the ability to rewind, the ability to save wherever you want that's beautiful yeah, so it's important it's huge and like these games are hard oh very hard just like <laughs> i don't have time for this bullshit hard like just yeah. not good level design hard just hard to be hard right and yeah retro like it's almost like a relic of like that arcade mentality yes. of like again just to, with the rental thing like you said yes it is um but, you know, I'm still playing through Aladdin. I am not being shy about using the rewind function, and no one can tell me otherwise. I want to see through this game. You know, I'm not eight years old with infinite time anymore, so this is, this is my way of doing <laughs> so. Uh, but I'm having a good enough time, but it is like, I'm like, oh, yeah, if I wouldn't have you know, used the rewind feature like eight times here on this like magic carpet ride, I probably would have quit this, like... Uh, this just wouldn't happen although i will say it's also the better aladdin because you get a sword and you can throw apples and you can't use a sword in the super nintendo version are you sure i feel like i remember having a sword in that game but maybe i'm just picturing the enemies actually now that i think about it (laughs) yeah yeah the enemies have like huge sabers but yes you do not um now do you know is the genesis and super nintendo version different for lion king or are those the same game essentially yeah okay both virgin interactive developed same game. I don't think there's really that. Although I think again, the the Genesis was the lead platform. So yeah, you know, I prefer to play it on the Genesis, but I don't really prefer to play it at all. 
<laughs> it's not that bad. It's not that good. Don't get me wrong. But it's I had I have fond memories maybe, and that's what's tainting my sure. my memories of it. But it's I mean, it looks great. Again, it's it nails that Disney animation. It does. It's super bright and colorful. They nail the soundtrack. They did. And I did love on the Super Nintendo, at least with the button layout. And I believe this was a little nod to uh, Barry Sanders. All right. If you uh, on the menu screen, if you uh, type in the code Uh B-A-R-R-Y, you could then go to a level select screen and just start at any level. So I was able to like as a kid play the boss battle against Scar at the very end and like see some of the later levels that I never my cousin told me about it. Um, that he maybe found in Nintendo Power or something. I remember that too, to be honest with you, and I have not thought about that in years, but I also use that to fight Scar. Otherwise, it'd be impossible. Yeah, and I remember (laughs) thinking like, oh, but if somebody had this on the Genesis, they don't have the L and R buttons, so what would they do? They don't have the Barry code, but I'm sure they just had a code to input in some other way. There's a six-button controller on Genesis. You had X, Y, it doesn't have, But it doesn't have L and R. You can't spell out Barry with the buttons that are available. So I guess that's true. Although they, although it did have that weird R button on some of those Genesis controllers, that weird little gray yeah. button that wasn't really a button and it just kind of half-ass clicked when you pushed it. It's because it's not meant to be a button. It's it's uh, allowed them to get around. It's on the six-button controller specifically, and it's allows them on certain games like Golden Axe Two to enable you to use your six-button controller as a three-button controller. Otherwise, it wouldn't let you progress. In uh, uh, a few games like that that were explicitly developed for the three-button controller. Oh, he just rocked what? you, Kevin. I know. And Randall, as, as he's like, oh, I didn't do any research, he just pulls that off the top of his head. Oh, so the six-button controllers have two different modes. Also, <laughs> also in Star Wars Arcade for 32X, if you press the mode button, it changes your viewpoint from third person to oh. first person. Continue. Okay, nice, nice. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, so anyways, what what do you feel? Uh, do you feel like this is a package worth recommending? I know you bought it physically, so I know it, yeah. I know they, they, these packages sometimes almost act as like a, a museum of sorts. Yes. You know, it's like a way to relive these games. And I, I have fond memories of both of these games, not so much the Genesis Aladdin. I, I didn't have a Genesis growing up, but like played a lot of the NES Disney games sure. growing up, a lot of them. Me too. Um, and just have really fond memories of those games. It was a day, you know, like nowadays, like a licensed game comes out. Although I think that's kind of turning around a little bit, you know, with like the Batman Arkham Asylum games, the last Spider-Man game supposed to be great. Yeah. Like, I feel like some of these licensed games are that's not so much a stigma anymore. Right. Um, but at a point in time, there was between like there was this era in the super 16 bit era. And it seemed like after that licensed games movie games kind of took a dive Ye big time, once, once they went to 3d because i think you know in 2d you have a basic platforming template it's like right. you can just plug in some nice and if you have some nice animation and solid controls you got a good game totally basically you know so and some good level design obviously but yeah i'd say as like a curiosity package and if you're willing to forgive things for the sake of nostalgia i'd say it's worth getting because they did include a lot of like um, art assets around the development of the game. Obviously, like I kind of mentioned before, you get a couple portable versions and alternate versions of both of these games, which is, you know, even if you only boot it once, is a cool thing to have on hand. Um, and, you know, if you're willing to treat Disney's Aladdin as a game that only has three levels, it's uh, pretty good. <laughs> once you get to uh, the dungeon in the Cave of Wonders, um, yeah, those skeletons that explode just really piss me off it's it's just more off-screen bullshit and 
yeah it's the game is just like destroying your will over time um the first three levels are great though yeah the cave of wonders in the super nintendo version was also i just remember my friend and i just it's like one hit kill and it's almost like a shoot 'em up level like oh, you're not God. able to shoot anything but i yeah. think you're you're kind of just dodging obstacles and they're similar just like yeah very waves similar of analysis. lava it's a, it's insane we yep. did beat it eventually but we never never beat that game no it's it's basically lots. like uh what's that called the turbo track or whatever in battle toads it's it's like that yeah 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 no thanks now so uh, what about if you didn't have the nostalgia like if you had never played these games and you were just like <laughs> looking to pick them up do you think it's a worthwhile package no. or do you think you need to be bringing that with you yeah i think you should probably bring yeah <laughs> if you have your dj or john who haven't waited a ton during this conversation yeah no um, that's i no sorry guys i, I don't think so <laughs> i if you don't have the nostalgia goggles or a, at least a passing interest in retro maybe games a die this vintage you know maybe uh, like a diehard disney fan maybe yeah could find yes. some interest in there my yes. interest would be in beating a game you didn't beat <laughs> <laughs> you've done enough of that in your life i think uh, oh but uh God. it's it's uh it, it is a little bit of that like cheap difficulty and, yes. and it's particularly with lion king some of the yes. jumps like the momentum of jumping like if you're sometimes you do this like short really tall shallow jump yep. where you don't really cover a lot of distance and it's like it's hard to judge if you're like running and are doing a running jump or if you're doing like this kind of stationary jump but right anyways um i guess a worthwhile package if you're looking from for some nostalgia but or you're a disney head yeah <laughs> go for it good deal well uh well this week i've been sinking most of my gaming time into forager which is a game that came out probably six months or so ago. I'm just pulling that number out of my ass, but it's uh, it came out not too long ago on the Switch, and I think it was available on other platforms uh, not too long before that. But it's it's very similar to uh, you know I've sunk a lot of time into stuff like Stardew Valley, which is uh, you know I haven't I'm, I don't have a ton of experience with Harvest Moon, but uh, Stardew Valley is like a, a very slow, methodical, like relaxing experience, and I I right. love it for that. Although I, I was kind of surprised with like the day time limits and like the energy and all that stuff. Like I was surprised that you do have to do a little bit of strategizing or. That might be a little bit heavy of a term to use for. And there's some Valley, stuff that have, can kill you for what that's worth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've witnessed um, that secondhand. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but Forager just kind of like whittles that experience down. And it, like so you you move a lot quicker. Um, It has like even less detailed pixel art. Like it's more of an 8 bit style as opposed to maybe not even 8 bit. But it's it's definitely not like a 16 bit style like Stardew Valley. Yeah, Um, I do enjoy the music a ton. I, I do like the Stardew Valley soundtrack is one of the best video game soundtracks of all time, in my opinion. Damn. Um, but uh, so it doesn't quite live up to that. And there's not anywhere near as much variety in what I've played so far. I've probably put about 11 or 12 hours in um, to the campaign that I'm playing. But and, and it is. It's hard to put because, like, to be honest, I really haven't done anything in this game. Like, it is kind of like it is a game all about grinding and crafting and seeing those numbers go up. Exactly. Yes, and you're sir. just like, so not like, but, but you're able to like, like Stardew Valley is like everything you do. Like you kind of have to be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to water my crops today. Okay. I'm going to go to the quarry and try to mine some stuff. And that's like my plan for the day. Foragers just like you move, you're just zipping around all over the place. Things are just like continuously like whether you like you can build quarries on like a little patch of land. So you start off on one little patch of land. That's like a 
the map is like broken up into these different chunks, these different squares. And as you gain money from collecting resources that you sell or however you uh, there, there's a few other ways that you can get money, but mostly selling resources okay. and uh, collecting gold and stuff from from different things. Um, you buy new chunks of land and and you expand the map and it's not it's not a roguelike or anything like that but like you're this feels like a map that you're just that's kind of scripted okay. um, and I have unlocked like it seems like there's a couple dungeons I've gone inside so that that seem like there's maybe some more combat or some more puzzles but I haven't really explored that that much I've been spending all my time pretty much on the surface and just unlocking new chunks of land and basically you know so you start off in kind of like just like a pasture you know not forests, but like trees and just random rocks and stuff are growing. And then, uh, as you unlock, like I've unlocked kind of like a icy area of the Island and I've unlocked like a desert area and it's all interconnected. And you have to like each chunk of land is kind of like its own little Island. You have to like b- craft and build bridges oh. that you can craft and build and connect. So you're kind of like the world is, is created, but then you're able to kind of craft it around the way you want. Like if you That's wanted to, sweet. you could, cover all the waterways with bridges and you know that takes uses all everything you do uses resources that you collect and i don't i mean it's like again i do really enjoy the music but this is definitely a game where you're just like okay i'm gonna fire up a podcast i want to listen to or sure. or so you, you know you're just kind of mindlessly playing and I'll, I'll play for like an hour or two at a time and i'll just kind of like chip away i'll level up and i really like the way so the, the way the level up tree the skill tree works is awesome there's like four boxes and when you've go to level up or when you first level up, there's four different things you can pick from in four different categories. And so like if you pick that it's and it's in like four quadrants, I guess, in a square. So like if you pick the top left quadrant and you level up that and every time you level up, you get one skill point, you level, you get one choice. So like, let's say I choose to level up my farms or whatever, and then my farms now produce more crops or I haven't even unlocked farms yet, actually, but that's one of the options. But then when you select that, then it will unlock the two tree tiers that are either above or the the, the two uh adjacent tiles essentially okay. and, it, and it keeps expanding out in i think there's a total it looks like you can level up 64 times i'm at about level 32 okay um and that is so i'm about halfway i guess but that is becoming like obviously longer and longer chunks of time between leveling up right but you're getting point experience from just mining things now i've like built mining rods on different parts of the island i've leveled up different perks that now I don't have to go collect the resources. Like if they're mined, they just get automatically shipped to me. Nice. I've, I've uh, built a backpack that now like you have to keep crafting new backpacks that can hold more items and more storage. Now I've built vaults in different parts of the Island that I can hold even more items. Nice. Um, I've built windmills that I can now start like baking bread and making flour and making, I mean, it just, it is just never ending. (laughs) I just keep stacking and stacking and it's like, what else is going to be in this? Now I built like an oil mining rig in the water and now I can make plastic out of that and turn it into fiberglass. And then (laughs) now I made a a tycoon wallet. I've like leveled up my wallet a bunch of times and like now coins are worth like 225% of what they normally are worth. Yeah. And then if you have banks, you can like DJ is hating this and uh, I'm loving this. Like we are like, he is as angry as I am excited. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, Go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Are any of those individual activities actually fun? <laughs> Aside from like the sense of accomplishment you get, I don't you make the numbers go up. I don't know because what's that? You make the numbers go up, DJ. 
Numbers going uh, up feels so good. Yes, it releases it is, the I mean, dopamine in my brain. It really does, and it's like over I, and over again when you say things like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is one of those things where, like I like I said, I I do find myself at this point ten or twelve hours in. I find myself like doing it while I'm doing something else. You know, it's it is kind of like a I, I maybe that will change once I start once I start uh, digging into the dungeons a little bit. But like you know, you're. You're getting sand. You're like you're you're clearing all the rocks off an area of land, and then now then you can take out your shovel, dig up sand. Then you get sand, and you can craft that into glass, which then you can craft into bottles and jars. It sounds like chores. Which then you, it kind of <laughs> is. It, I mean, it kind of is, but it just the aesthetics are so pleasing, and it's such like a like a like it's like Stardew Valley, and it just ramps that up. And like cuts out. There's no. You don't have to worry about having a social life. You don't have to worry about <laughs> talking to people, dating people. You don't have to worry about, about revitalizing any, a small town. Yeah, nothing about that. Repairing the have, relationships between different people. Yeah, you don't have to worry about letting your grandfather down and ruining his farm that he left you in his will. So this is just um, cold hard capitalism, is what you're telling. This is me. cold. Yes, and it's just. It is just make the numbers go up, and and it. And it's great. I love it. I, I just I can't stop playing it. I, it's like if I don't know what to play, I just fire up Forager and I and I dis, an hour disappears at least every time I fire it up. So I'm, I'm very interested. Have any of you guys ever played a clicker game? I I've are heard familiar a lot about with the genre. I, I know is, I've never played any. What, what is that? Okay, so a clicker game. Oh man, DJ, you're oh, gonna get real I th- mad. I think you taught me about this actually. There's, there's like a particular game ago. called Cow Clicker, which I don't I know mean, if you're familiar with. Yeah, but that's like a yeah. clicker heroes. There's cookie yeah. clicker, like. Yeah. But basically, you're literally just clicking. But then you you eventually <laughs> unlock the ability to, to auto click, right? And then you get an ability that multiplies the auto clicker until you're getting to like literally numbers that are like in scientific notation because they're too big to fit on the screen, <laughs> and like that's that is like at the core of like like seeing numbers go up. But like there was actually trash. <laughs> uh, I, Kevin, do you remember Vostok Inc. was a game that yeah, I, was I remember seeing you play it all the time, and I remember you. I remember going like, "Hey, you're playing that all the time. Should I pick that up because it would go on sale from time to time?" And you're and like, like, "No, I don't think so." Because <laughs> <laughs> so Vostok Inc. was a take on the clicker genre that was also a kind of twin stick space shooter. Ooh. So like, I was able to tell myself enough that there was a game involved in it <laughs> mm-hmm. that I could ignore the fact that I'm basically just leaving it on for hours at a time to let numbers go up. Mm-hmm. But it was a similar type of thing. I think I downloaded the demo for that once, Kevin. I was going to say, like, like- <laughs> I, I would have turned this off in the first five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do remember that while you were here. I do like the art style and stuff, and I, but I, I, I said that after having known that you were like, don't get this game. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, and, and I enjoyed it. I beat that game, <laughs> which is absurd. Wow. Um, yeah, we have problems. We yeah, have problems. Yeah. But, like, I, I think that, you know, games like, forager and vostok inc like they have at least some actual game mechanics i was just gonna say it's like you have a little agency that and that like you know you mark you may be like just getting to the points where you can like unlock the game to play itself to some degree but like there is that still like you need to move it forward and you need to be involved in it you're still making choices yeah Yeah. and i I think that i i enjoy 
the genre, even though I also hate the genre. (laughs) But I can't deny the fact that, like, my monkey brain just, like, gets really happy over when I'm playing them. Well, what I will say is, like, again, I haven't, I don't have any experience with these clicker games, but, and I don't know what kind of depth they're bringing to the mechanics or not. But, like, this is, like, the thing that's nice is, like, as I'm unlocking things that are then becoming more automated, like, now I have these mining, like, basically, if you build, like, a mining, I forget if it's called a mining tower, mining rod, I think, and it's, like, these lightning rods that you just put anywhere if you have enough steel and coal, I forget what you need to build them, but, like, basically, whatever you need, if you have enough of them, you craft them, and they keep going up incrementally every time you build one, they cost more of those resources, I mm-hmm. think, mm-hmm. Um But then you build those and that pretty much will cover a whole like island tile almost. And you can basically put that there and it starts carving like it'll just collect all those rocks or tree anything. It just zaps it. Uh, It doesn't shoot enemies, I don't think, but it'll shoot anything else um, and just collect it for you now that I have that perk. And so now my time is freed up. I don't really have to. I, I still spend some time collecting resources, but like we're the first part of the game. That's most of my time was spent just physically pickaxing rocks and collecting the resources now but like as you level up too, like i i have upgraded my shovel a few times so now every time i dig not only is it covering a bigger area it gives me sand every time there's the chance for like ore and minerals to pop up so it's like it just keeps like exponentially growing so you're advancing in the game so you have to play less in the game Kind of, but but then there will be a new mechanic or a no, new he's concept doing that will kind more of open in the up. Game because he's being more efficient, so it yes. unlocks the ability. It's to like do letting more. me collect everything and level up faster and like gain more your, experience. Your character is doing more, but you as a player are doing less. No, my character is. You're, you're, no, 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 he's no, doing I'm the still, same I'm amount. Full, but yeah, he's, I'm a, full, he's accomplishing. I have more. full agency of the character at all times. So like I. I the mining rods are just independently working separately and collecting See, your things for me so then I can wrong. go craft. No. I can go craft <laughs> no. on my own. It's well, just that endless productivity. If you want to go yes, craft right. StarCraft or Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> that's only craft for me. No, but I, I I'm I, I don't know. I'm not someone who likes crafting in games, typically, like in stuff like Breath of the Wild or in games that are like have other things going on and then have like crafting kind of just tacked on on the side. Hey, and I don't want to just say it's just tacked on in Breath of the Wild. That was a little bit of a yeah, slight, but like, careful. But it no, I like some no, of that, but it's a little on. bit. It's just a little bit. There's I'm already you, so much going on in this game. I don't need that aspect of it. It doesn't I need do. to have it. I this spent hours on that it. aspect. <laughs> Same. I didn't. I, I love that aspect. That's what that's what made me encouraged to explore the world even more in something like Breath of the Wild. Is finding those parts. Part. So <laughs> well, then you will. I'll tell you what. Then you will love Forager Rainbow because right. this is like this is definitely that. What's like the distilled what, into a, an experience? What's the end state in Forager? What's the what's the goal? I don't know. I've I've not <laughs> from, from what I can I have not encountered anything that has given me a goal in any capacity. Because the win state in Stardew no, no. Valley is to date everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but like I've gotten to like these dungeons that are clearly like going to be some some kind of puzzles or may, maybe there'll be a boss at the end. Like they seem more combat focused. So yeah. like I I feel like there's some kind of ending like you there is an end to the map it doesn't just keep growing like there is a map like you've unlocked everything but that makes sense i don't know it just has a really quick pace to it so like you never have time to even think like what should i do next you just gen you just like get pulled to doing the next thing without even realizing 
again that like an hour or two just disappeared so right i i fully endorse this game I'm, i have it physically so i'm definitely gonna let john borrow this one maybe not dj since he seems to uh, <laughs> I, not give a shit but i mean <laughs> if, if i can try this game without paying for it i could i'd be curious one thing i will say i don't know why this bothers me when you boot up the game there's like a pixel art version of the the guy who created the game mm-hmm. um just given like a peace sign or something and it's like Something like, thanks for playing for, or no, it says, I worked really hard on Forager, and I hope you enjoy this, or I hope you love this game as much as I do. And I'm just like, don't don't try so hard, man. Like, just <laughs> yeah. rest on the game being good. I don't, I don't know. It just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Like, don't... T- don't I don't need you don't need my sympathy Let the game to speak for yeah. itself. Yeah, guilt me into liking this game. I already like it. It's a cool game, man. I don't know. It it didn't it wasn't I don't know cuz I'm the sentiment I'm sure comes from a good place, you know, it comes from like a No. No, he was trying <laughs> to trick you. That's right. And it worked. No, he didn't trick me. Build up he that fooled me with all the side. dopamine. <laughs> yeah, those dopamine rushes. But no, it, right. it is a really fun game. I don't want to end on that negative note. Um, I really enjoy it, and I really appreciate all the hard work that uh, this person put into this game. But I just thought that was kind of like tryhardy or something. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I think we can move on from there to something from that one uh, tryhardy thing. To yeah. Another. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um dj and john have been playing some uh terror rhythm and then it was it t-r-r-t in parentheses or something yes. for no reason well ter- maybe for a reason terror rhythm those letters are all in yeah in that order um the acronym so uh terror them nice little 2d rhythm game uh where you play as like a fighter in the center of the screen and a bunch of like robots and whatnot or like Coming in from either side. Yes. It's very similar to there's a game called One Finger Death Punch, and I think there's a new sequel coming out. Like, gameplay-wise, it's a very similar style, I guess. Yeah. Although this is more rhythm-focused, I think. Yeah, and so you can only do actions to the beat of the music, um, and you just need to clear the screen once the enemies get close enough to you that you can attack them. there's the length of like a track of the song so like you basically just have to stay alive and keep defeating enemies until the song ends and like i'm hmm. pretty sure the waves of enemies are identical uh like each time that you play the no. level no, no it's different really it, it's procedurally generated interesting really? oh, yeah i did not okay. expect that i assumed it would maybe because there's different difficulty settings right yeah. i assumed it would be like different for each difficulty but no i mean like it's just number of enemies and like you know on the hardest difficulty like you you can't even recover any health if enemies hit you at all. So it's like you have a set amount of hits you can take. Um, okay, but we we have very different takes. On oh, this game. okay. <laughs> well, see, I don't know if they're. I like this game overall, but I definitely have problems with it. Yeah, I, I think like if it, I think it tries to be a. Uh, a rhythm game and a fighting game. And for me, what I enjoy in both of those genres, I think it succeeds at being neither. Mm. Um, and I think you are more of a rhythm game person in general. I don't, I can't say I've played too many rhythm th- games. You like that. played stuff like Thumper and yeah. Bit Trip but Runner and stuff like that. But he's done all the Bit Trips. Yeah. Bit Trip is <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite series. Nice. And like, I think that in the, like in a, when I approach a fighting game, 
I am usually a lot more hectic and not very like rhythm based. Yeah. So when like I'm presented with like a field of enemies and like I'm constrained to a like like only attacking on the beat uh, and like well, what did you think of crypt of the necro dancer i played only the cadence of hyrule and i turned the rhythm part uh, off. i'm really bad at these like cadence of hyrule and and crypt of the necro dancer like john and i both play in a band together and you would think that that would help our <laughs> rhythm senses so bad <laughs> terrible at this game and for me i think it does like sometimes like it really does come down to how they design like when the sound effect noises are like i want it to react not when i not when the action is happening i want it to make the sound when i push the button because it just i i there's something about this disconnect i don't know about in terror rhythm but that's actually something that they let you calibrate they let you calibrate but honestly the way they let they also calibrate like before as like each level starts and the way that that works like threw me off every time because they play the song that you're at the level and then once you and then once you calibrate it it starts it cuts over, and immediately goes back to the beginning I, and then, I agree uh, that and that, I, that was a little jarring <laughs> well yeah. you should clearly just have some kind of looped intro thing that right. you get into the groove with and then okay now the song starts just yeah. the all you need is the first two beats of a song and yeah. loop yeah. that until right. you get it yeah but yeah i like I think that also a thing that I actually really liked about it is that uh, one. So you have different attacks like you have a normal attack, you have like kind of a charge attack and then like also a is the charge attack also what grows your area of attack. That's separate. So like you have a range range. of like like a radius. I guess not radius because it's 2D, but like pretty much. Yeah, yeah, it's it's on either side of you. Like when enemies come into that radius, you can attack them. And basically what I would do anytime that I wasn't like attacking an enemy is I would just increase that radius Same. every beat. Same. And like I got into like that rhythm, but then I don't know, like enemies wouldn't be coming in a like the the speed at which they're coming and the distance at which they're coming isn't like always on a beat. So like there's not a set yeah. because it's huh. procedurally generated. I, there's not a set like pattern yes to get into to defeat and them I, I would say not every situation you're in is possible to to, to clear all the enemies without taking a hit. so the enemies I, don't I move to the beat am i hearing this right they they like sort of do because i dj let me play one level and it like so you you kind of it's like you have to do all of your actions to the beat right. of the music, mm-hmm. but and the enemies are like kind of coming in waves, but because you're able to do this thing where you're expanding your width of attack or your radius of attack, right? It then you can attack some enemies earlier oh, than when they're okay. right next to you, so like it can throw yeah. off that rhythm. At least that's the experience yeah, I have. That makes like, sense. like when your range is at the smallest, you only get like one beat before an enemy. Like would I feel reach like if, you. yeah, I feel right. like if you left it on that, it would all you would always if you never expanded your radius, you would always be attacking on a beat mm-hmm. when an enemy was right next to you, essentially. Right. So that would line up, but then. You have to keep hitting a button. You basically have to be hitting a button on the beat to keep your combo going. Yeah, but yeah. The, the, that's not in terms of clearing the level. That's not important. Yeah, but, but, but if you're chasing those high scores, like that's, well, you do because uh, that's how levels get unlocked. It's, yeah, it's points. Based, yeah, it's it's based on your rank, which is determined by your scores throughout the levels. Okay. Um, 
That's kind of weird. And so, yeah, so even if you've, like, beaten all the levels you can play right now, it's like if your rank isn't high enough, you have to replay stuff. So yeah, hmm. that that I was not keen on. Like, I, I feel but, like if the game didn't have, like, a uh like you know that procedurally generated element or that like uh range of attack element or like if it was just like here are enemies coming at you and you have to hit them in the combos that's just a memorization game but that uh, i don't know i like that kind of when it comes to rhythm games that's like kind of the name of the game at least for me because when i would get in like situations where lots of enemies were coming like and it just seemed very overwhelming. If I could clear them all, I just felt so sweet. Yeah. And like, I wouldn't feel that way if I just memorized it. I don't know. I, I don't know. Cause like, I kind of get this, I guess when I'm thinking now about playing rhythm games, I kind of think about it as like the same as playing an instrument. Yeah. Like I'm not anticipating like a new note. Like I'm just like, yeah, this is how the song is played. This is how the level is played. I'm just trying to hit the beats and like do it correct. And like, I get that rush from hitting everything perfect and like landing every combo. Like, yeah, I might know that like in like DDR, like I'm supposed to hit this thing, but it's only when I hit every single step perfectly, like on the beat as like, it's supposed to be hit. That's where I get my, that's where I get my jollies. Yeah, it feels like it feels like a performance almost, you know, it really does. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I guess I feel I I feel like I didn't deserve it as much when it's when it's a I mean, set. It's, it's it's definitely harder to like anticipate things that are new like coming at you each time. It's so. very stressful and I I can kind of feed off of that stress in a no, way, I like so. yeah. Um, I've I've never thought of like rhythm games in that like thought process before and i think that's cool did you like the tracks that they presented because like i did and so for me it's like to you know be kind of just like bopping around to the beat of these tracks and then also wailing on enemies at the same time like it just made it feel like a little extra okay sweet for me also instead of just like pushing the buttons at the right time it's like you're actually wiping out I guess in in a way that in a game that is similar to Terrorism in this respect, have you played Super Hexagon? I have not. Okay. I love that game. Super Hexagon is also, I think, procedurally generated, or if it's not, then it's like so hectic that you can't you can't memorize memorize. it. No way. (laughs) I guess I'm sure there's people out there who can if it's not procedurally generated. Yeah. But But, after uh, like two seconds, it's like Super Hexagon is a. uh, I think you can only it's clockwise and counterclockwise around and like it's a you're just dodging walls in a hexagon but the level itself is rotating so your position changes along with that and it's just like it there are only three levels there are only three tracks and soundtrack done by chipsel who's incredible great yeah um and uh yeah like those tracks are some of my favorites and i would each time like my life would be six seconds long and i would just have that infinite like replayability of like i'm just diving right back in and you can just go right back in i I felt that with this game like i like would instantly be like okay started back up again like i wanted to get back into the okay sync with the game so i i I get i get how you're approaching it though Uh, yeah uh the the one thing that i thought was maybe unique to this was that like I think in most rhythm games, it's like, you know, you know, with Guitar Hero or a bit trip game, like you, you miss a beat like it, 
kind of just you missed it go on to the next ones but with this if you like miss an enemy like attacking you it damages you and then bounces off you so you do have to attack it again and that can like kind of if you're in the wrong like beat yeah then Uh, like that that'll fuck you up because you're not expecting them to hit and then you're also not expecting you to have to get them again it like it takes you out. I of the think that I, I really bit. wish. Right. I don't know if that is in like higher difficulties. I wish that you could also like hit on like quarter notes. Ooh, and like or like that'd be dope. It would be so like I I really felt like constrained. I think when like I yeah. would I would mess up and I would hit, like hit someone on the beat or like I would mess up and hit them off beat and I'm like cool. Um, I my rhythm's thrown. I can't just like do a quick like you know a quarter note mash or like triple it that'd yeah be sick if they could oh, do be triplets dope. oh my yeah. god <laughs> <laughs> that's just essentially then just uh, press the button whenever you want i know i know <laughs> <laughs> that point. forget this rhythm stuff I, I get why they can't but like oh if you got like a power up or like if it was built in where like when you are damaged you could do a quick like yeah I agree. Is there anything like that, like power ups or anything, or is this there strictly just ups, like an experience of just there are skill weapons twitch. you can pick up? And like you get a sword, which like will increase your range. Like there's a big, uh, is it a scythe or whatever, mm-hmm. which just like destroys things that might require two hits. And there's like an energy blast, and which I will like hate that. Yeah, it sucks because it like takes out an enemy that's you're approaching and you're used to like. And then you, so you're used you, to like moving towards the enemy you're attacking when like, you attack them because yeah because you're, you're mostly you're mostly in the game like stationary in the middle of the screen yeah right? and you're always stationary but yeah. like you you can you kind move. of like as you're attacking left you kind of like jut out to the left yes, a little yeah bit. I yes. see and so then like there's still that same distance you had with the people that were on the right okay because you're going left so that that same space is continuing gotcha um, but when you've got yeah these like energy discs or whatever like you you don't move at all and that like and it takes out enemies that are approaching you that you might be gearing up to do attacks on beats for and then yeah, they're gone and yeah. mm. I, I wish there was a way to be like i don't want this power up yeah <laughs> yeah but it's it's a fun game like yeah i i it didn't scratch an itch for me but it, it was it's definitely got some good ideas it it was a good like play before bed or like as i'm getting up in the morning kind of game like I don't, I don't how know. on earth could you play this before bed this would just amp me up i know like <laughs> i fucked up <laughs> well i would get to the point where i just felt so defeated like, oh, I, just, <laughs> I gotta sleep it off i just need to turn in it's great so i know uh you're mostly positive on this game dj but like i yes. know you had a little bit of a laggy experience there- like yes and not even input wise but like video lag like you were showing me some of the later levels on Ooh. the harder difficulties and it was like there was some skipping yeah there was like some frame rate dropping which obviously in a rhythm game is uh gonna cause some problems yeah when you're trying to judge how much time you have before an enemy reaches you oh that's that bad lag is yeah uh, it was getting a little choppy did you did you feel that throughout like as in the later game did were you fending that off or did it just uh, pop up no, in patches. It, it was or? still there, and it was kind of like a cross your fingers. <laughs> it doesn't pop up in your run. Were you only playing on the hardest difficulty too, or were you playing like oh, some, some of late them? Unlike early, like uh, on the 190 
beats per minute levels i had to oh my okay uh, doesn't it start off at like 110 yeah Oof. Good one 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 wow the highest yeesh yeah I, I i don't think i could do any of the 190 levels beyond like the second hardest difficult like i got to the point where i was just like Jeez. well this I is need dj to, talking by the way i was just like <laughs> i need to rack up points in order to move on so i might as well just go on the hardest difficulty and oh my god yeah so i i was able to do almost all the levels on the hardest after just lots of cursing <laughs> um, but yeah those 190 beat ones were like no way like I had to put them on normal like that the lag is way too much yeah, yeah. that's a shame because with a rhythm game again that's just crucial you get yes. timing is everything. also i'm just not good enough <laughs> <laughs> i want to blame the, the lag a little bit yeah yeah well, it sounds like a, a soft recommendation on that one, especially if it's maybe on sale or something. If, yeah. you're, if you're willing to put up with a little bit of technical difficulties yeah. um, on the back end of the game. But uh, one more game that we wanted to talk about this week. Uh, John and I have been putting a little bit of time. I wouldn't say a ton. I don't want to speak for you, but um, playing some Lazy Galaxy Rebel Story, which mm-hmm. I think this is a series of games. There's 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 a couple of other games in this Lazy Galaxy uh, series that are not shoot 'em ups. This is like a side scrolling shoot 'em up. I think they're more like story based. I don't know. I don't know much about it, but I just know that it's, or maybe it's Rebel Story is the series. I forget, but one one of the two, there's some kind of series here, but this is like a, a 2D side scrolling, uh, horizontally scrolling uh, shoot 'em up um, that I've been having a pretty decent amount of fun with. I, we got this on sale for like 79 yeah. cents, <laughs> um, which is just a sh- like kind of a joke. I, I feel almost bad that I got it for that cheap. Um, cause it is a pretty Absolutely fun game and it's like every penny. Yeah. And it's, it's only like eight bucks normally, I think. So it's like, I wouldn't be mad if I paid eight bucks for this game. Oh, like yeah. it has two player co-op and the, the interesting like twist in this game is that you have three different ships that you control at any time, or at least you start, uh, you can get the up run to with three. up to, yeah, up to three ships that are either in like a triangle, like flying V formation. And then you can hit a button that will then, uh, they'll just kind of go into like a single file line. Uh, okay. So it could um, either so can, triple the power of like the like shot cons- that you're doing or like spread it out. Yeah. So it hits a greater area. Nice. And even like in like the first level, even there's kind of some like obstacles that come up. Like it's easier to go into that single file formation and weave through the obstacles. Um, and then each ship kind of has different power ups and there's different characters. I think six different ships, six different characters. Once you unlock them all, oh. um, there's like a story mode that I know that's what John's been playing that just lets you kind of continue on levels and just kind of a, lets you play through the game in a natural way. Then there's the normal mode, which is like a permadeath mode, which is what I've been spending my time in. And then there's like a hard mode, which is just same thing, but just you do less damage enemies or do more damage. There's, it, it, it says it's really nice. Actually, it says right on each mode, like. Story mode, if you're looking for a somewhat casual experience with a decent difficulty and you can continue and see the whole story, pick this. If you right. want to do this, it like literally says like uh, normal mode, 150% damage, 120%, like it like nice. has it all broken down. So you can kind of see exactly what each mode is giving you. But again, each character kind of has different like will heal the other ships like it's not one of it's not one of these one hit kill games it's like nice. you can take quite a bit of damage and That's you have to wait deal. till every ship is blown up or at least till you're main Main ship ship. yeah i think yeah i think it's only the main ship that matters i actually don't know for sure because that's always been my last ship no i'm I'm pretty sure that's right but uh but yeah i'm I'm having a lot of fun with this game it's not bringing a whole lot new to the table i have a lot of the same gripes that i have with a lot of shoot 'em ups uh, even ones that i like a lot like stared in like the the visual variety just that all the enemies are like these purple ships that kind of look the same but like 
Otherwise, I mean, it controls great. It plays great. There's all different power-ups. It kind of plays like a roguelike a little bit. It's not procedurally generated, I don't think, but you pick different power-ups after you beat each level. But what are you thinking about this game, John, as yeah. I ramble on about it? I think I just think it's a really charming shoot-em-up. Like, I, I really like Saradin from, a, I don't know, a more hardcore like bullet hell type of thing yeah. like when i think about like you know all the boss battles and the different things there's a lot more like you know pixel perfect stuff that you're doing where this one like has a lot of like you're rescuing different uh like ships like captains and those huh. are how you unlock them and i think they're all like have really like charming designs like they're usually all like like one i think i just unlocked was like an owl that was a captain like you're a robot and like i there's you're like mostly an alligator yeah you're nice. mostly fighting against like i don't know like cthulhu looking like elder god like octopus people so <laughs> yeah it's it's uh it uh, just has a lot of charm and it's, like, it's very charm. brightly colored too and like yeah really good like art pixel art so yeah yeah i don't i didn't mean to diminish it and like saying that it has a lot of sameness in the enemy design because yeah the pixel art is really like it pops a little yeah. bit it definitely cut that's what caught my eye as i was scrolling oh 79 cents hey this game looks cool yeah and it's just been a, a really like yeah, pleasant surprise that for because uh, I, I don't typically like, you know, I, I was playing uh, Ikaruga and I was like, yeah, I'm not good at this game. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like you have to be like, it's just pure focus. Yes. Yeah. So on some of those I'm, I'm uh, and we were playing uh, the Twin Bee, the game that just came out on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, the pop in Twin Bee. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, I, I, I typically like my uh, shoot 'em ups to be a little bit more lighthearted in that vein Me or too. something, you know. Cute yeah, yeah, which is which is what a uh, pop and twin kind of is, although yeah. it is it is still pretty difficult. I oh, played yeah. a little bit of it as well. And you're kind of managing like you got to fend off the enemies on the ground. You can kind of lob bombs on the ground. And then also you have to fend off the enemies in the air and the power up system sort of weird and confusing. Grab shoot them these bells. bells that change colors. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, well, yeah, it's not it's not to like diminish the difficulty of them at all. But like I do like my uh, shoot em ups to have more character than the like masochism in yeah the and i appreciate all the little like when you rescue these captains like you kind of blow up these little capsule ships that sometimes have power up sometimes they have captains until you unlock them all and then it's like they have a little dialogue segments and there's like little breaks in the action that kind of like again just add to that charming factor of i don't know it just feels like a pretty well thought out fleshed out experience you know it doesn't feel like a lot of these shoot 'em ups do just feel like oh it's a mobile port of just some random shoot 'em up yeah. that just you know it's like it seems like a relatively i don't again i don't want to diminish a lot of hard work goes into any game that gets made but like you know it seems like a, a somewhat maybe easier format to if you don't you know to just make a game and slap it together you know mm -hmm. but this is something that feels like it has some foresight put into it and and some thought even though the mechanics aren't super deep they they provide a little bit different mix and that again it just has a lot of character and charm charm yeah yeah goes a long way yes it does yeah so i think uh i think we both can pretty confidently recommend this one. Oh, absolutely um even Man, if it's that. not 79 cents <laughs> it might still be on sale i need to check but, that uh, out that sounds like yeah me. It's it's worth checking out for sure. And it does. Again, it has uh, I just appreciate all the different modes like the story mode. Again, if you're looking for that more casual experience, the more difficult stuff. Um, and then it, uh, the two player co-op obviously goes a long way with oh, shoot yeah. em ups, too. That gives a lot of mileage. So, um, yeah, two player co-op is it's great. More oh, yeah. To have that. So, mm hmm. Yeah. 
But anyways, I think we can pretty much wrap it up on the video game talk there this week. Um, we'll be back next Time Monday. For sports talk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's go. And the weather at 10. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, uh, that'll pretty much wrap us up this week. Um, we'll be back next uh, Monday, as always, with uh, another episode of Pursuing Pixels. As always, you can find us on the internet at pursuingpixels.com. We're on Twitter, Instagram at Pursuing Pixels. Um, yeah, just look us up on Instagram. We even streamed some uh, Rocket League before we uh, recorded tonight. Uh, nice. Sans Randall, unfortunately. Sans Randall. Uh, but uh, yeah, we streamed a little Rocket League. We're going to try to maybe start doing a little more streaming here and there on t- our Twitch channel, too. So yeah, just keep an eye out. Drop us a line at pursuingpixels at gmail.com if you want. Uh, Want to let us know or ask us a question or anything? Uh, someday that'll happen, maybe. And then, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you all next week. Take care. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, and then Pokemon was, like, the next game that I actually, like, remembered. God, I played so much Pokemon Red and Blue oh, yeah. when they came out. That shit came out in 98 in the U.S. And the Game Boy yeah. came out in like 89. It's crazy. Yeah. That's nuts. That is kind of nuts. Like that Pokemon came out when Nintendo 64 was yeah. a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo 64 was crazy. like an established thing by that point. Yeah. yeah. I remember getting the VHS in the mail. That yes. was an advertisement for yes. Pokemon to Heck sell yeah. it to an American audience. I, I ate that like, shit up. Yeah. I fucking love this. Yes. Give me this. I need this. Yes. Have you guys seen that? What's that new game called that is like an MMO Pokemon thing to it's the like point where. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To the point where like a lot of those monsters look. Oh, yeah. Strikingly. It's- I'm like, there's fucking Cubone. There's Meowth. <laughs> there's it's like it's exact. There's Lapras there. It's it's crazy like that. They're gonna. This has got to be a lawsuit, right? Yeah. They probably did their research of what I'm they could sure get away they did. With. It looks cool. I They're mean, it actually looks awesome. I'm not going to get sued. <laughs>